0: What's up guys, Nathan here, and today I wanna talk about pocket jacks and the number one mistake that I see people consistently making. This is the hand that people tell me consistently causes them the most trouble. So today we're gonna get to the bottom of this. Let's jump into how to start playing your pocket jacks better. All right, so what is the biggest mistake people make with pocket jacks these days? Well, it's overplaying their jacks on bad flops. Now, what do I mean by a bad flop? Well, you know, I probably don't need to explain that to you. It's going to be anything with an ace on it, a king on it, a queen on it, or some combination of them. So something like a ace-king-four with two hearts or a king-three-nine rainbow. Rainbow just meaning three different suits. Now, these flops are going to come, as you see on your screen, there, 57% of the time. There's going to be an overcard or some variation of multiple overcards on the flop, of the time when you go to the flop with your pocket jack. So guys, it's the majority of the time. Like, so we need to understand how to play these spots effectively and not end up dumping a bunch of chips to somebody when they hit that board, and also being able to get the maximum value when they don't have something on that board. So, you know, the first point I wanna make is that betting big is not gonna scare them. It's not gonna to help to just go, you know, bet pot, 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 and just pray and hope they go away. This is a big mistake that I see a lot of people making these days, and I kinda of refer to this as the little dog with a big bark syndrome. It's it's a little dog and it's making a lot of noise, by making these big bets and guys it doesn't matter how big you can go all in you know how big you bark you're still a little dog and if they have have ace queen or uh king queen or whatever they're just going to call you so we need to develop a better strategy than just bet, beg, and pray, okay? And it's because if they have it, they have it, uh, as it says there. So let's consider using a strategy like a delayed C-bet instead, or perhaps, uh, and or, letting them bluff at it. I talked about this in a video just a couple weeks ago, which was all about delayed C-betting strategy. So let's now talk about how that's gonna work with pocket jacks. All right, so delayed C betting with pocket jacks. Number one, what is a delayed C bet? Just for those of you guys who are new to the game and uh, don't know what that term is yet. uh, Delayed C bet, C bet stands for continuation bet. And that is essentially, so it's when you raise pre-flop with pocket jacks in this instance, and then you do not bet again on the flop. You do not make a continuation bet on the flop you instead check and then you make your bet on the turn. This is an excellent way to disguise the strength of your hand as we're gonna talk about right now and get value in later on in the hand. And when I say value, by the way, I'm just talking about getting them to call with worse hands. All right, so let's look at an example here. You raise it up with two red jacks and a tag calls. Now tag is tight and aggressive. This is a regular type of opponent that you've probably encountered a lot, especially if you play small stakes, mid stakes, Kind of games most of you guys uh, watching this video probably would play flop comes down with a king three nine rainbow in fact the exact same uh, flop we talked about just a couple minutes ago what should you be doing in a spot like this as we know a flop like this is going to come down 57 percent of the time when you have pocket jacks well instead of betting out here like most people do uh why not instead mix in some checks once in a while now i want to be clear here i'm not saying that you should do one or the other all the time here in fact i would highly suggest that you have some sort of a, a balance in this situation you could even just go 50 50 in this spot and you know make your continuation bet 50 percent of the time and, and go for a check 50% of the time, but I think the mistake that a lot of people make here is that their betting ratio, their c betting ratio, continuation betting ratio is too high They'll 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 bet here, you know, 80%, 90% of the time. And once again, guys, it's just like the little dog with the big bark, you're just making a bet and just praying that they fold, which is not really going to help us in this spot. So why not mix up our play here and let an aggressive player bluff at it for example or if they decide to check back then you can go ahead and bet the turn that's going to be a delayed c bet and you're going to get more calls why are you going to get more calls because your hand is under ramped say the turn comes with like a four hearts some sort of brick something like that when you bet now assuming it went check check on the flop when you bet now on the turn, they're not going to believe that you have a hand as strong as pocket jacks. So now you're definitely going to get calls from all the nines in his range. You'll probably get a call from a three, you'll probably get a call from pocket sevens, pocket eights, uh, a bunch of different draws, maybe some ace highs, stuff like that, because they don't believe that you have a hand as strong as pocket jacks. So using a delayed C bet is often a great way to get more value. I actually talked about that in the uh, the pocket kings video just last week. You guys can check that out. It was the same thing. I talked about playing. I walked you guys through some examples playing pocket kings on an ace high flop and how a delayed c-bet is often going to get us more value. So really what the point is that we're getting at here is to let aggressive players bluff. Especially, I love mixing in more checks with pocket jacks on you know flops like ace xx king xx queen xx especially versus aggressive players because not only does this uh, allow us to get value in later as we just talked about with a a delayed c bet but this also opens up the door to let aggressive players do what they do best which is you already know bluff of course that's what they like to do so pocket jacks is actually a perfect bluff catching hand versus these kind of players because you've Underrepped your hand tremendously, and often by just checking and letting them go crazy with their wild bluff or whatever, you actually end up getting much more value than if you had just made the so called standard play, which is what most people do, and just bet out and essentially force them to fold because what you guys need to realize and remember when you're making your your standard play bets on on the flop and on the turn with a hand like this is you're forcing your opponent to fold all their bluffs you're taking away their ability to bluff at the pot from you and often that doesn't help you especially against the kind of loose aggressive players that a lot of you guys tell me you have the most problems with you know that on a board like king xx or ace xx most of the time they didn't hit that flop so if you just bet out versus them you're just forcing them to fold and you're just going to take down a small pot whereas often there's much bigger value in just giving them the rope just letting them go and do what they do best and going on their wild bluff with their pocket fives or whatever they have so guys I really wanted to present two different ideas for you in this video on how to play your pocket jacks better on these boards where there's an overcard or multiple overcards, because obviously playing your pocket jacks when the flop comes five five four or nine six deuce or something, it's not difficult. You know That's gonna happen, of course, 43% of the time. And I probably don't need to make a video teaching you guys how to play your pocket jacks on boards like that, because really you just go ahead and bet most of the time you know, because you probably got the best hand. So, you know, you just go out and bat. There's, I've talked about many times that, you know in these videos and in my books and stuff that slow playing is usually a pretty bad idea in smaller six games you usually just want to want to bet out in spots like that but I find that a lot of people really where they mess up the most with pocket jacks is on the boards that have the flops that have overcards. they they often end up either barreling into the nuts or just forcing someone to fold when they would bluff at it so it's really important that we think these these spots through in more detail and we develop a game plan versus each specific player type and that is also absolutely crucial to your play in all situations at the poker table is playing the player not the board you know this is something that i've discussed in many of the videos on this channel and and in all of my poker books as well is that you know i'm often turning hands like this into a bluff catcher versus the aggressive player types Whereas versus the more passive players, like the Nets, the Rocks, and the recreational players, uh, the non-aggressive recreational players, the Whales, uh, you know, I'm going to often play this hand in a different way. But versus the aggressive players, a lot of the time with a hand like this, it's better just to let them go on their wild bluff rather than scaring them out. Again, let aggressive players do what they do best, what they love to do, which is bluff, of course. And you know, guys, really this goes for kind of any situation in poker where you're just kind of unsure where you're at. Um, often versus aggressive players the best thing to do is just to give them the rope to go on their wild bluff instead of just forcing them to fold or putting yourself in a situation where you're just betting into the nuts and they're just going to call you so anyways guys i hope this video gave you some food for thought on how to play your pocket jacks a little bit better I, this is one of the bigger mistakes i see with a lot of people uh, especially these days it's just really overplaying jacks on uh you know the bad flops the, the flops that have the overcard Like I said, this is the majority, so it is really, really important to understand how to play these situations optimally. But anyways, let me know how you play your pocket jacks in the comments below. Uh, What what is your strategy when the flop comes with an ace or a king or a variation, a king-queen, an ace-queen, something like that. Let me know your strategy with pocket jacks in the comments below. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this poker podcast episode. If you want to know my complete strategy for beating small and mid-stakes poker games, make sure you go grab a copy of my free poker cheat sheet that's available on my website at blackrain79.com. And also make sure you hit like and subscribe here to the podcast because I'm putting out new episodes every single week to help you guys quickly get beating your poker games. I wish you guys all the best at the poker tables. I'll catch you next week. This has been Nathan Williams with Black Rain 79 dot com.